0: Uh, on what is a really, really sad, uh, sad day in the sense that uh, it happened to be a Friday, which uh, many Muslims around the, well, all Muslims around the world, class as a, a very spiritual and holy day, and Israel resumed its bombing of uh, of so many innocent civilians in Gaza, who have now again started to lose their lives. What's your reaction to that?
1: Well, of course, um, uh, like uh, millions of people around the world, um, simply appalled. Um, and 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 the feeling of disgust um, that um, you know what we had witnessed over the last sort of um, uh, a few weeks since the seventh of October. Yes. Um, we all with that hope against hope that sanity would prevail, humanity will prevail. Um, but again, it's quite evident that we are dealing with um, uh, individuals, um, uh, state supported by uh, the so-called superpowers. Uh, whose aim is not to bring about any concerns of humanity on the foreground, yes. um, but t- somehow to pursue with the agenda of, ah. uh, of, of hoping for, that's what they're hoping for, an alienation, a um, uh, 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 decimation of the entire community in Gaza. Uh, that is their thoughts uh, on which they are working. And it seems they are doing everything to implement those strategies that ideas, They've been talking about
0: for weeks now. Yeah, and and it seems to be the strategy is that they co- they are concentrating on the southern portion of the Gaza Strip, which is uh, where all the refugees, um, a million or so. When I spoke to a Palestinian journalist just a few days ago, have now gathered over into the south on the instructions of Israel. Um, and and it seems bizarre now that they are going to be concentrating their bombing campaign in the very areas that they have told. Uh, refugees together. I mean, is this a... I mean, what's your reaction to that? Let me, well, before I go to my next question. You,
1: you're right, Birmasullah. It, it's simply any 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 ordinary human being uh, looking at the analysis, uh, it doesn't fit in. Their aim is to create the maximum harm, maximum damage, uh, and that's why it is called genocide now. There is no uh, doubt in our minds that people are still questioning whether genocide is actually taking place or not. Well, what more evidence do we require? You group people together in one part of the country, all right, and then you don't distinguish whether it's a place of worship, it's a hospital, it's an orphanage, a community centre. And more importantly, the casualties that we have seen, more than two-thirds are children and elderly women. These are the people, they like murder, the killing that is taking place. And um, the, there are no words that can describe the barbarity and the seriousness of this, the criminal acts they are pursuing with it. And um, as, as believers, we can only resort to our iman that God Almighty Allah is witnessing and seeing all this. And it is a matter of time. Before we see uh, real justice prevail, and those criminal players, the criminal actors who are now playing this game uh, uh, in the with the deafening silence of the world, uh, their time will be very shortly up in terms of what's happening.
0: Uh, Sigba, I, I interviewed Gideon Levy, the very famous Israeli journalist and a peacenik as well. He was born in the country, he served in its military, he became a journalist, and then he said he saw the brutality and the reality of the occupation of Palestinians. He told me that on, um, on my show. And, and he then I asked him that uh, what is Israel aiming for? What, what What's this end objective? And he said it doesn't have an end objective. What it wants to do is to make sure there will be no Palestinian state, there will be no let-up in the campaign, and this is, frankly, Israel just doing whatever it wants to do because it can act with as much impunity as it wants. Why yeah. Why does the international community, and by that I don't mean the countries in the global north I'm talking about the whole international community. Why do they not take serious actions which, in his words, should be a price that Israel knows it will have to pay if it continues taking the actions that it's doing?
1: Yeah. You see, I think we need to identify countries around the world um, that have really uh, shown um, the stance they have taken. Um, um, I would disagree that they, the South, for example, um, I mean, South Africa has been a key player um, in terms of condemning the atrocities uh, and the criminality carried out by Israel, and of course, supported by the US and our government. Um, to the extent that they have even, um, uh, uh, you know, decided to throw the ambassador out of South Africa. You've seen the uh, statements coming out from both the president and the foreign minister. Um, I've never seen such powerful statements coming from any Muslim country. Mm. So they are are there in places like South Africa. We have seen in South South America, whether it's Venezuela, uh, 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 Argentina, and many other countries, expressing disgust and trying to take some little actions. Now we have seen countries in Europe, Spain, Belgium, uh, uh, Norway, uh, Ireland, their members of parliament, their ministers are now um, uh, expressing the view and uh, confirming that this act of terrorism that is take, is taking place in Gaza. We have got now the Pope, who has also made a clear statement that what he's seeing on the ground is related to acts of terrorism. So I think the public opinion, the governmental opinion is gradually changing. But I... said it, the said part of it, the sad part of it is is yeah. that the action on the ground as far as the UN Security Council, which is supposed to be an international body that can really bring in um, you know uh, uh, resolutions uh, to such conflicts, they are failing because of the situation of these um, superpowers who got the veto power the u.s who is able to excel so they are basically denying the rights the wishes of the majority of the people around the world who feel that this insanity has to come to an end and they want to pursue so the objectives they have is the same as the zionist state of israel with Netanyahu there, along with the United States government, and certainly with other governments as well, as well. they all express, uh, you know, sorrow and uh, sadness at the death statistics taking place. But there's absolutely no action uh, following those remarks.
0: You know, I, I was watching a a, a, a news piece. Uh, I, I think it was on the BBC, although I'm not so sure. But it was on the mainstream news channels, and there was a Palestinian who said. Um, it was a very short clip, and I don't think perhaps they, it was inadvertently aired, but the, the actual Palestinian was a father with a, with a child in his hand, and he said, my appeal to the Muslim countries is turn those oil taps off. Now, I was t- quite taken aback, and I think that's why th- they quickly broke away to something else. But that is what a lot of Muslims, in fact, all Muslims, um, yeah. privately, publicly, are thinking what will it take for the Muslim countries to say, "Well, actually, we're going to take action, which we know we can take, which we know it will cause harm, um, and, yeah. and put pressure—serious pressure—on those countries around the world that dare to support Israel in an ongoing genocide"?
1: Yeah, I think this is the view that's been expressed by um, the uh, vast majority of not just the Muslims, but as you rightly point out, non-Muslims as well. And one questions what is stopping uh, our Muslim countries in taking such strong uh, political action, yes. right? Um, uh, let's not uh, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 disregard the fantastic humanitarian support that is coming from the Muslim world, including uh, uh, Turkey, um, uh, uh, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and many other countries. I mean, that's great, but that's not going to resolve the current crisis. That's right, yeah. As much as humanitarian aid, medicines and food is being supplied, the following day, we can see more casualties been created and more deaths being created, and we supply more in food, humanitarian. What does it result? So when this uh, ceasefire came into place for four days or five days, people began to question. When Netera, you made it very, very clear that once the hostages are released, we will continue with our uh, uh, criminal acts that they've been pursuing. I'm now, as uh, to what is preventing that? It's a, it's a, it's a question. I wish I had an answer,
0: but I think we. Well, must... I, 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 the, the reason. Sorry to interject. The reason I ask you is, you're somebody who, uh, throughout your uh, career as, uh, uh, you know, uh, as a community worker, have interacted with so many. Uh, governments you've been all around the world i know you are very prominent in for example the bosnian genocide when you you traveled to bosnia during the siege of sarajevo might i add and you know how international diplomacy works now what no. is it what how for so for example today britain sent its air another uh, an aircraft carrier or a ship or something uh, towards the coast of uh, on to the mediterranean saying that we want to prevent Iran or other proxy groups from taking advantage of this. So the West is clearly saying we're going to be protecting Israel from other outside players from intervening, yet the Muslim world um, appears to be speaking Mm -hmm. great words. You know, as you said, Erdogan gave a very tough speech. Uh, Crown Mm -hmm. Prince um, Mohammed bin Salman gave a very tough speech. Yet everybody is in COP28 at the moment in Dubai and doesn't seem to be on the agenda.
1: And I think this this is a question that really, uh, you know, puzzles the minds of the ordinary people. Yeah. Um, The only explanation, uh, and I have been, I mean, uh, I've been blessed to have the opportunity to talk to many of these leaders directly. And over the last few weeks, I've traveled in a number of countries uh, and trying to meet the most senior people in the country and expressing the same concern that you are mentioning. That's our duty. You know, we will be questioned on the uh, on the day of judgment. What did we do? Allah gave us that little bit of uh, opportunity to convey the message and say why they are not really taking the action that the world, the Ummah is expecting. I think the tragedy is that each of those countries have got their own links with the superpowers, which they are rather helpless in no uncertain terms. You know, they 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 are doing everything internally. The public support in those countries is immense. If you look at the protest march in, in, in Turkey, I was there only uh, two weeks ago, a <clears throat> major conference took place, and people on the ground all urging, and of course, Erdogan coming up with such great statements that something is going to happen. I mean, they're doing everything in terms of uh, the, the type of statements uh, mentioning that they will be taken to the criminal courts, uh, to the Hague and all that, you know. But that is going to take months, years, and decades before we see any uh, result of any judgment coming out. Now, on the ground, we see the death taking place, nobody to stop it. And I think they are helpless at the moment, Um, um, the the willingness of the the communities in those countries is huge. Yes. We can only pray that they can come to some, I know internally there are huge discussions taking place um, between the leaders of states um, in terms of what action they can uh, uh, take, but they are tied up in a very big way with the support of the, particularly with the United States. United States is, is playing an extremely dangerous game at the moment. Yeah. as a superpower supposed to be showing its neutrality. They are clearly geared towards supporting Israel. You've seen the statements coming out uh, in, in the way they are, they are. They are still not talking for a permanent ceasefire. Yeah. And they can see more than 16, 18,000 people and hundreds have been killed every single day, right? Yet there is this deafening silence. What can one describe? It's utter madness for the barbarity to prevail.
0: Thank you for that. I, I now want to move to uh, events in this country. Um, this war has had uh, consequences all across the gro- all across the globe, and in this country, uh, it's it's um, it's certainly taken um, uh, one home secretary who ha- who's had to resign in, in disgrace because of her comments. Uh, especially in terms of the response of the ordinary public uh, to the Israeli bombing campaign and and similarly, the leader of the opposition has been under tremendous pressure after his uh, after his comments right after the October the seventh attacks in Israel where he said that uh, Israel had the right to um, restrict food fuel, medicine and water into the Gaza Strip. He then corrected himself 10 days later. But by that time, um, it seemed the whole Muslim community in Britain was yeah. in uproar. You were yeah. the head of the MCB uh, and you were you went through those dark days when uh, Britain was planning to, to attack Iraq and eventually did so as well. What are the similarities between that time and this yeah. time? Yeah,
1: an uh, uh, extremely important question. Um, I think what we saw at that time in 9/11, 7/7, the Iraq War, these were really um, uh, uh, events in the in the as a watershed of the Muslim community, right, where where we were able to um, uh, bring together culminate the support of the Muslim community and stood as a front towards those actions. Of course, the Iraq war took place, but the government knew very, very clearly that they will never get the support of the Muslim community, and we stood firm onto it. What we have are facing now, when one must comment the fantastic work done by a number of Muslim organizations in the country, the way the marches have been organized Mm. in a very peaceful and respectable, uh, with dignity, right? We have had... Hundreds of thousands, although the BBC and the other reporters have not really given, but I believe the figures have been more than 800,000 people on the street, right? With a couple of few or two or three arrests on offensive data split or on just charges. Now, nobody is there, uh, has, has been convicted of anything. And the message has gone loud and clear. And resulting, we have seen the change, particularly if you look at the Labour Party, the number of councillors across the country yes. that have resulted. We have seen number of MPs on the front page, there are a shadow of uh, 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 cabinet members stepping down. We have seen statements coming out across the, 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 the establishment in terms of the governmental uh, uh, su- junior ministers expressing serious concerns that yes. the government is taking back. The Very impact true. is actually, I think, taking place. Um, and the, the, the way the Labour Party and its leadership behave was simply, um, I think, um, uh, uh, to say the least, it's, um, uh, it's simply ridiculous. They have now realized the blunder they have uh, committed to in terms of the statement they have made. And I think this would be a biggest challenge that the Labour Party and the political parties are going to face. The Muslim Committee is not what it was 10, 12 years ago.
0: Yeah, it doesn't now, appear to be. Now, the generation
1: yeah. that have come in better organized, the organizations I know even today, Huge discussion taking place across the groundwork. What should be the strategy of the Muslim community in 2024? Yes, very and true. in short, I'm confident. I'm confident that this time a very powerful message can go to the political establishment that the Muslim community, the second largest faith community in this country, needs a voice. They have a voice. They are part and parcel of the mainstream community. They have to be heard. And what we are demanding is nothing extraordinary. What we are demanding is any ordinary human being a person who have an iota of humanity in their souls is saying if that is what the message from the muslim community is and i think inshallah i've got great confidence that the community will come together and we will teach a lesson to those who have betrayed our cause those who have betrayed the the, the common the great concept of humanity within the uh you know the issue of democratic states they're talking about openly um uh Breaching uh, uh, international legality, openly defying the laws under the international law mm. of, you know, how they cut out water supplies, food supplies, even taking ownership of rainwater that they're denied that this belongs to the state. Yes. This is the level of depravity that they have reached now. And I think the community will react in a very positive way to bring the change that is needed so that we can have civility in our government and, the light, and when we call behind living in a civilized world, they must expect to be behaving in that manner as well.